The jail booth became a confessional, full of admitted sins, forgiveness, and answered prayers. In the midst of his ramblings about how and why he could do better, I heard myself mumble, brother, we need you. All right, Black Man Lab! Yo, it's the Black Man Lab After Flow, powered by the New Georgia Project. We are here at the Atlanta University Center at ITC. And we got brothers. We had a beautiful evening. Marty, what you think, bro? Amazing. Um, you know, this tour has been awesome to start with. Uh, but to wrap it up here and the way that we had an amazing audience tonight, um, I, I can't say enough about it. The love was there. Uh, and we, we left with some marching orders. So The brotherhood. Yeah. In full yeah. effect. In full effect. Black man love in full effect. We working on the formula, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc, yeah we... We in the lab, we in the lab, y'all. So we got these three powerful brothers um, that are gonna introduce themselves and we are gonna have a little convo. And uh, we gonna start with the youngest in charge. What's up, bro? Tell your name. How y'all doing? Um, my name is Emmanuel. Um, I'm 17 years old. I go to school at Manny Jackson High School. I am a senior there. I'll be graduating in May of 2023. I play football. Y'all better give it up for graduating in May of 2023. Yeah. What? I play football and I run track also. Um and I'm also from Atlanta, Georgia. So All right. there you go. There it is. Maynard Jackson, one of our uh APS schools. You been having a good experience over there? It's been a, it's been cool. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, if you're getting ready to go to school and um I noticed the last time I saw you over at Morehouse, are you looking to come perhaps to Morehouse to Atlanta University Center? It's in the it's in the works. There it is. That's there it is. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, my brother. We got we got two New Yorkers from that. Well, it depends now. If you've been in Atlanta more than five years, you have to start saying I'm also from Atlanta. So. Where you from? Give them your name and info. <laughs> yeah, what's up? My name is Kahan. Uh, they call me the car stylist. Uh, yeah, I was born in the Bronx. I grew up in Miami, and I've been in Atlanta for the past 12 years. So been three major cities. Amen. East Coast. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm third generation black business owner. Uh, actually own a car shop. My grandfather came here from Trinidad and opened a shop in Birmingham, Alabama. Um, this is in the 60s and 70s. My dad and him actually built the shop with, with the concrete, you know, from the concrete, built the whole building. The first black shop in that in the area. Wow. So I grew up with that as an example, you know, literally born into that. I was born in 83, so it was built when I was born. So my grandfather could walk out the house into the shop. So for me, that was the dream growing up, and that was what I was, you know, kind of tailored to learning. So, um, you know, just excited to be around a bunch of other successful and, and proud, you know, proud to be black men because growing up, it, it, you know, it wasn't always the, the coolest thing to do. It wasn't spoken about. You didn't know where to go to find them. So to find a bunch of brothers is great to, to be a part of it. Now, tell me what you do with these cars now. You say that yeah, is, so, is it just, it sound like more than pulling yeah, this now, bro. It sound kind of, kind of, what you do? You trick them out? Yeah, so they call me the car stylist. I actually got named the car stylist by RL from the R&B group Next. Um, I've done a lot of R&B guys, cars, a lot of uh, celebrities, uh, people here in Atlanta. I started out in Miami with the car game. Um, so Lambo doors, candy paint, the whole donk culture. I'm an OG in the donk culture. If you if you were to look me up, I'm from down south. Like, and, you know, in the candy game, like donk master, all of them, they know who I am. I actually here in Atlanta, I've I've been the head judge for the V103 car and bike show for quite a while. So Greg oh, wow. Street, Tigger, Ryan Cameron, all of them know me personally in my shop. 
Um, so yeah, when I came here, they had heard about me from Miami and they needed a, a judge to, you know, to judge do. the shows and stuff. So yeah, we, we came out, been doing that. The show hasn't been going on, but you know, that's the level that I've been at. Um, I've been offered a couple TV shows, uh, literally walked away from one in Miami, came to Atlanta because the terms weren't what I wanted to, to, to be under. And yeah. I, I said, I literally had the conversation with my wife. Now we were married at the time. We had just gotten married actually. And we were young. I was 24, 19. Told her, I said, look, you want to go to Atlanta? Because this business is going to get built where the black people are. We really got to go there and be supported by our people because they own Benzes. They own Bentleys up there. They're not renting them. Yeah, yeah. In Miami, they was renting stuff. So I, I re really capitalized on that. And we came to where the money was, to where the six the people were going were gonna to support us. Right. And have definitely, definitely been seeing the love in Atlanta. So... so Man, I got a Corolla. Can you do anything with it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we actually used to hook up the Corollas. They call them JDM spec. We used to put the little race motors in them. Those little it things, is. they get pretty fast. There yeah. it is. So there yeah, it we, is. We, we, I chop cars up for a living in the sense of making better than what they are. Yeah. All right. Right on, brother. Right on. Wow. All right. Come on. Jump in the mic. follow that. <laughs> well, you could follow it with, what What were you doing? You, you can beatbox or something? You, you mean like... brother tell the black man All lab right. world well around the world i'm known as mc class um my company is delanor c for class baychester llc i'm a music producer filmmaker and a hip-hop artist i've been uh, been in the source three times back in the early 80s well back in 88 mm. and then uh, i've switched to acid jazz when I moved to Atlanta the first time, and I did a song called Fishing, which took off everywhere all over the world. It's on vinyl um, in France and, and um, Germany and stuff like that. And um, I don't know what else you want me to tell you. I'm from the Bronx. There it is. Yeah. Baychester. That's why my company's Delanor Baychester. And I went to Cal State Northridge okay. in uh, Los Angeles. Went out to LA. Yeah, I moved Area. here five, four years ago from right. LA. Been All right. here twenty years. All right, there it is, Marty. Um, what did what did you what did you think, man? When we talked, we asked the question on this tour. We've been asking, what would you say to the senator, and what would you say to black men, right? And it's been interesting because some brothers just go straight to black men. They're like, I ain't talking to the senator. I'm talking. Right. I'm talking to other black men. So when they get the choice. Tonight it was a mixed bag. What was your what was your takeaway from tonight? Well, that was going to be the first thing I was going to say is that we asked those questions and really nine times out of ten, people angle toward talking to black men. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that resonates from um, a lot of brothers saying we got to do it ourselves, right? Cool. Um, we can't depend on, while it's important that we have the right person in office, we know that we can't depend on that person for all of the issues that we may see within our community. It starts with us, particularly as black men. Um, so we we hear that quite often. And then what I like more than anything is guys giving a lot of feedback on what they think are the moves, right? Right, right, right. How do we do it? Building you know, economic base. Yeah. Family. Yep. Yeah. Mental health. Yeah. All of those things. And um, we've heard that in everywhere we've gone. No so doubt. you know. That gives me hope for sure. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Give us a game plan. Brothers, um, give us 30 seconds of either you get a chance to talk, 
to the senator who we will know by Wednesday or Thursday, or you get a chance to talk to every black man in the world because that's what we doing. What would you tell either or or both? Uh, you want to start I youngest start. in charge? There you go, Emmanuel. I start. Um, what I tell all black men is, for one, keep it real with yourself, mm. and also become disciplined. Discipline, strong, strong. Because I say keep it real with yourself because you gotta light in the conversation we had earlier. Mm-hmm. It's the senator. He he not gonna always do everything for us. It's up to us. Right. So keep it real with yourself. You gotta step up, basically, and be a man. Be a man. But also be disciplined, you know, control yourself. Keep your priorities in check also. And you know, of course, I always keep God first. So there it is. It's really just Stay disciplined, like, don't try to get in too much trouble. You already got a target on your back because you're a black man. Mm-hmm. I learned that at a young age. Wow. So, and how old are you now? 17. 17. And I'm still young, but, like, young. Yeah. So, you you learned that young even before you were 17. Right. So, with you having a bigger target on your back, only way to, only a strong survive, but to be strong, it ain't just about power. It's also about what's up here. You got to be smart. Move smart. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Y'all give it up for the young brother. Yes. Dropping jewels at Multiple 17. dings. You got to ding, ding him. Um, give it to us, brother. You, as a business owner, as a father, you know. Um, yeah, so, okay, so what I said earlier, if I could ask the senator something, sure. I had actually made the comment saying, um, as we progress forward with new legislation and things, um, the people that have been locked up already for crimes in the past, you know, what what would he do to remove some of the stigma and help these people integrate back into life now that we have other people profiting off of something that they used to lock us up for right, right. unevenly. You know what I'm saying? Talking so about that Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, that that's a personal, you know, topic with me. I have, you know, some things with that. So um that that would be what I'd ask him. How would you go about, you know, removing for for example people get deported for stuff they right. allowed back in the country now that it's legal you know what i'm saying like right. why are we we're still holding visas from people like oh well you got you did this thing back in the days but now, now it's, it's legal. legal right you know so so that would be my my direct question you know to see how that because there's a lot of people that you know are affected by things like that. a lot of black men locked up for no stupid stuff that are stigmatized now no doubt no doubt appreciate you brother appreciate you my brother what you got for him well, I wrote a song, still waiting for a savior when nobody's coming. The ancestors bless us and we're still running. Some dress and drag, just a touch and bag. No morals, just misguided zorals. They're wasting bars. Just say a sweet 16, another rapper dead on the scene. Chasing the wrong dream, used to have a gangster lean. All sounds the same, no game, just players. That's what's happening. Y'all, that's what's like, happening. He just dropped the book. So I got a second to say, but I will say it's discipline. Like he said, it's focus and discipline. For me to be able to freestyle like this nonstop off the top, I had to be disciplined on it. Had to do it day, night, practice, practice, practice. The same way when you go to school, you have to study. You have to practice. You you have to be on it because the game is stacked against you. But once you understand how to play 
according to your rule book when you know yourself hmm. then you could win uh -huh. but if you don't know yourself you're gonna lose and surround yourself with positive people that are moving forward if you hang with the wrong crowd you're gonna end up in the wrong crowd there it is spoken to black men across the world um brothers real quick give us uh, a habit ritual discipline something you do on a a daily basis that is kind of undergirds who you are and, and how you're able to move. I'm gonna start with you, my brother. All right, so one of the things that keeps me cutting edge in the industry that I'm in, I read the the reports, the news reports for the auto body news is, is, a, is a publication, for example. So I'm reading up on what the products coming out are. So removing two water-based paints right now in the car industry, I've known about that for the past 12 years and have mm -hmm. been you know, knowing, hey, this is gonna happen one day. Just like we're moving to EVs now, in 2000, when I was in dual enrollment, because I was in college at 16, I was studying hybrids then and was studying the Toyota Prius, which, you know, is now the, one of the most known hybrids. So I was staying cutting edge and always reading up on what's going to happen tomorrow. Man, y'all hear that now. You, 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 reading, reading. If you find yourself in an industry, make sure that you know what's happening in that industry. Yeah. All right, right on. What are you doing every day? Um, One thing I'm doing every day probably meditating mm. i'm very i to most people i come across as very quiet mm -hmm. and calm so but most of the time people think take it as if oh he might be upset i mean he might have a bad day it's not the case i'm just in my mind focusing i'm not trying to feel anything think anything it's just get my mind together you right. know so that way i can do what i need to do that's how I stay disciplined within myself, working towards my goal with football and all this other stuff I want to do when I graduate and go to college. It helps me stay disciplined. There you go. So Meditation. How how uh, many minutes do you try to meditate at a time? During the week, like school days, like Monday through Friday, I usually do it in the morning on my way to school. Okay. I put my earbuds in. I just turn my music on. And I just don't say nothing. Gotcha. But days when I'm not there, it's like I really do it at home too. Put my earbuds in and just think chill. Through. Just chill. think. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Dope. What you got for him? I'm similar to this brother. Um, what I do is I practice the own technique. Mm -hmm. And I do that when I first get up, I do my ohms. It strengthens your vocal cords. So for singers, you know, doing. Um, for as long as you can. Mm -hmm. It's going to strengthen your vocal cords if you do it all the time. And I write three pages a day. I've been doing it for 20, 20 years. So I have 56 books. Three pages? Three pages of writing, not right. typing. You literally write. Journaling about whatever comes whatever's to mind. on your mind. But then the first thing I do is from Mimic, which is the organization that I study under, is I write down the chakra, mm -hmm. what chakra it is for that day. Mm -hmm. And then I what archetype we're in for that day. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I write down, I write, but I time myself. Everything that I do is an hour and 15 minutes. I learned that from studying in school. You study for an hour and 15 minutes, minutes and take a break. Study for another hour and 15 minutes or do whatever for an hour and 15 minutes. And you just break up your time like that. You'll never get bored. 
and you'll master your craft. And that's what I do. Like you said, I read and I master my craft by constantly building on what I learned by reading and watching videos and what I really want to do that's heartfelt. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Brothers, can we give it up? Can we give yes, it up? Sir. Hey, man, this is the Black Man Lab Afterflow. We're here at the Atlanta University Center at ITC, powered by the New Georgia Project. Peace. Yeah.